dissolved the council permanently. Last remnants of the old republic have been swept away. Welcome to a brand new Imperial Senate podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby, and joining me, as always, are my beloved co-hosts, Nikki and Claire. Hello! Que pasa? Como te llamas? Claire! Uh, bonjour! <laughs> uh, bonjour, uh, je m'appelle Jolie. Uh, je habite en maison. Frère Jacques, comme vous, comme si, comme ça, baby. That means in the middle. I think. How are you doing? Come see, come see. Not great, not bad. But how are you guys doing? I see, I see. Ditto. <laughs> well, with that in mind, let's go. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, how have you been? How have you been this past week? Yeah. Tired, but good. Oh, good enough. General flame of rage resting underneath it all, but you know that's not that far from normal. <laughs> but it is the fire that keeps it going in these times. That's true. That is true. Then we'll burn down the first order. <laughs> all day, or every burn, day. Or that will cause me to burn down my work. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> that's Yet. illegal. Watch there actually be like an electrical fire next week and they'll be like, I listened to her episode of the Imperial Senate <laughs> podcast. She did it. Oh, God. All eyes slowly turn to you. I know it. God. He shall smite me for my words. <laughs> How are you guys doing? <laughs> you know, being casual smiting. <laughs> You know. Yeah, nothing nothing that interesting to report on my end since our last episode. So I guess that's good in times like these. I'll take no news as good news. Yeah. I mean, I, I washed my walls today. Ooh. That, sounds, that sounds fun. I cleaned my walls. And I cleaned, I guess what, as well, I cleaned the door and the window as well. So I don't, don't want to brag. I'm just putting it out there. Were your walls particularly dirty? Yes. Well, then good. I just think it's like from when I like moved stuff around. There's like a bit of paint chip and stuff that so I just cleaned up. Okay, I was worried what they were dirty with, but that makes <laughs> me feel a little bit better. You need to, you need to have a sock conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. I, I did have some uh, spare chicken's blood stuff, so I, I put on the my wall. Her body well, will lie in the chamber forever. But um, well, who doesn't really? That, yeah, Judy Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, the way she just says that, Maggie Smith. Who's <laughs> body Minerva? Ginny Weasley. <laughs> I wish she said Ginevra. Ginevra. Oh, oh, oh yeah, sexy babe. Minerva, Ginevra, mm-hmm. lots of Ginevras. And that Forever. she also does the same. She does the same sort of phrase in the third film. She, she goes to this day, Harry Potter's godfather. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, what a legend! I thought like they should just, they should just put some sort of rele- uh, revelatory disgu- like statement in every film. <laughs> There's a troll in the dungeon. Oh, that would be so good. Uh, 
Oh, I love that. Dumbledore's dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this week's been good. Good. Let's uh, let's turn that around and release a podcast for the next, the good people. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> depress people by talking about bollocks. Uh, yeah, with all that out of the way, let's jump into this week's news, which again, as it's lockdown, there's not much going on. It's relatively light. I'm sure that as we record today on the 20th of August, tomorrow will be a day where there might actually be some news. Most which, per Imperial Snow Podcast um, rules and regulations, we have to completely miss <laughs> anything logical. Um, uh, so yes, yeah, so let's just start off with some cool, interesting news, which is that uh, George Lucas talked about The Mandalorian, at least, according to Dave Filoni. Uh, talking to The Hollywood Reporter about whether he receives any feedback from George, Dave Filoni said, Not a tremendous amount. We talk about other stuff. When I talk with him, I like to get more knowledge. He gave me some reminders, especially before I shoot something, about how many setups I should try to get into a day, and I might wreck his brain about certain things for how to cover a scene. He's been very complimentary. I think he's enjoyed the show. And he once said, now, that he gets to watch it as a fan and watch it as a viewer. My job is to bring that knowledge forward and pass on what I've learned from him in every discipline to John and to the creative departments. There we go. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) What do you think about that? Nice quote. Yeah, I I think. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, just like, just the idea of George engaging in anything star wars related nowadays as a fan is just so cute and heartwarming to me because i feel like he's just been so jaded and so receives so much like negativity like in the wake of the prequels that he just seems grumpy about everything so just thinking like of george sitting on his couch with mar with uh and then just with his plaid shirt and his Reebok sneakers and his jeans and his bowl of popcorn and his extra large Coke. I just <laughs> Diet, oh, Coke. Diet Coke with a straw <laughs> watching the Mandalorian episodes as they come out. I'm just like, oh, this is pretty nice. I like that one. I just I like- that just tickles me in a place that has not been tickled in a while because social distancing. I like to think of him like shuffling over to his couch at uh, midnight. Pacific <laughs> for the for the drop, hmm. and he's just eagerly anticipating each episode. I like the idea that he has a uh, Tumblr <laughs> dedicated to Darth Talon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, they should have used George's script. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> They're friends now. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of him like talking to his wife, like rather me and. Think about lockdown. The people who died, okay? And Frank was in the attic, and she survived. So think about what you're doing. And then it like cuts back to him on Tumblr being like, fucking Lucasfilm. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Talon is pretty cool. They were going to do a Darth Maul co- uh, game. They should have used her. <laughs> Send. <laughs> Send? He makes like a, he makes like a, van- a fanzine. Reblog. <laughs> <laughs> Reblock. <laughs> oh, that's a shirt idea, isn't it? <laughs> oh god. 
It's good stuff. I would love George to have a YouTube channel. I think that'd be fucking hilarious. I don't even want George to talk about Star Wars. I want George to talk about. So this is my strategy when I go to mow the lawn. I mow yeah, diagonally I to one way, and then I make it diagonally the other way, like a baseball diamond. I want. That's what I want to know. <laughs> I want to hear how how he makes an omelet. <laughs> like, hey guys, <laughs> making an omelet today. It's a vegan recipe. <laughs> it's a vegan recipe. <laughs> I just like. I just. I just want to see him being like. Uh, don't forget to uh, hit the subscribe button and <laughs> hit the bell for more <laughs> videos and notifications. Oh my god! The channel what? should be called George's Garage. George's oh, that'd be Garage. Perfect. Oh my god! He just vlogs out of his garage. Today I'm teaching my kid the alphabet. <laughs> M is for muscle cards. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Red Tails. Stupid stuff. Everybody said he had all the uh all those like scripts that nobody would ever read or dream of making. Like that's what he was working on. I'd love Yeah. I'd love him to just like hype all those up on his on his vlog. <laughs> yeah. I've got a scoop. <laughs> 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 George does a table read with himself of all of his scripts. <laughs> it's him and Hayden Christensen. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to be playing the midichlorians. It's like, okay. <laughs> you're going to be playing the midichlorian. And Dave's like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> it's just him and the Zoom call. <laughs> it's just Hayden, George, and Dave. <laughs> Amazing. Like, what do you want me to do now, George? <laughs> like, um, can you uh, can you animate this? <laughs> what today? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I love that the stories when Filoni's always like so. George would come up to us in the morning and say, "I've got an idea," <laughs> and I'd always say, "Oh no." <laughs> 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 It's never good. Like you're gonna love this. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Dad. Oh man. He's like, have you seen childbirth? <laughs> I think. Okay. <laughs> I think just going back to the quote really quickly. Um, I always think even if George didn't retire necessarily from Lucasfilm, I still think that's like. He's still fulfilling the role that I would have loved to see him still do. Um, where he's very much, or he's not even like creatively involved necessarily, but like just mentoring this like almost think tank of talent that Lucasfilm, you know, is kind of pulling together. Um, so I think it's nice that, I think obviously he's probably only doing that for Dave because of, of their relationship, but I still think it's nice that he's he's willing to do that and talk about things. Yeah, and I think that just Dave in general, as his Padawan, as it were, does get to sort of pass on George's lessons in that sense. And we've seen him do it with, obviously, John Favreau. We see him do it with all the other creatives as well, as well as them bringing their own amazing talent. But I think what you said was really interesting. It's like, beforehand, we always wanted George to be kind of like a prequel Jedi Master, like teaching on the new generation, Mm -hmm. whereas which I... 
it just seems like in this Disney generation, because he's so out of the picture, but it still has some sort of involvement. He's actually more like Obi Wan in Empire, where he's like barely there <laughs> as a ghost. And he's like, Dave, don't do that. <laughs> the phase away. <laughs> Go to Dagobah. <laughs> like, if you do it, I can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> then the Empire is already won. <laughs> but yeah, um, not like an amazing thing. Like it's sort of the same thing we see before, where George is just on set going, "That's cool." <laughs> I like that helmet sort of thing. But you know, it's fun to know that he enjoys some of the stuff. Yeah, and I think also, I guess it must be because of like Emmy stuff. But I think there's sort of been a a bit of like bit of like a press tour of sorts going around with like Favreau and Filoni. And I just remember since we, you know, pulled this one out, I remember seeing um, Filoni say that when he would like visit the film sets um, as well, he, he, he like specifically mentioned like Ryan Johnson would always have him like come to the, you know, behind the camera and like look at things and stuff. So it looks like they, like Dave, Dave's being very well taken care of (laughs) Oh yeah, in in his, uh, um, live action pursuits, which is nice. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, while we're talking about uh, Disney Plus shows for a second, I do have, and this is for the people who obviously listen to the show and you get this for free. I'm not going to say it really anywhere. I'm not going to say it anywhere else on Twitter or anything just because I can't be bothered. Um, <laughs> but I do have a bit of a scoop. Beer, 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 beer. The best kind of scoop, the one where you just have to be here for it. Yeah, kind of. Um, I did hear from a source who I trust uh, that this week uh, production starts on the Castian Andor show in the UK. Yeah. Sorry. At least, yeah, people who work at Pinewood seem to be, um, have been getting some calls about, you know, working on a certain project. And it seems most likely to be the Cassian show. At least that's what I've heard. It makes more sense in my eyes because. That is where Rogue One was filmed. If they're going to do the, you know, the Yavin stuff, makes sense to me. Uh, and also, they've got all those props and stuff left over. So that's what I've heard. Could be pre-production, but because I know that um, Diego Luna was like, we won't be filming for a while. But that's what I heard. I can't say anything else about that. So there you go. They are what? blowing the cobwebs off and ready to start spinning. Yeah, they're going to get out the big sticks for Alan Tudyk. There we go. <laughs> Heck yeah. Stilts time, baby. I mean, Absolutely. that makes sense with like the sort of flurry. We're not flurry, but like we just had the other sort of casting, not quite announcement, but like, you know, it went went to the press kind of thing. Um, so it kind of makes sense if, if Cassian's starting to, starting to get moving. Yeah, for sure. And I think... Uh, I'll, the only thing I was worried about with Cassian is that it seems to be focused less on the technology that the Mando's using. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was concerned whether that would affect the production, which it doesn't seem to be doing because a lot of other shows are coming back. Um, stuff like the CW shows and uh, in Vancouver are sort of coming back fairly soon to do filming. Just different film projects in general, are, you know, they're being careful, but. They're not going too crazy. I think they, uh, John Favreau mentioned this recently in an interview, like you said, about you know all the press stuff for the Emmy. 
he mentioned about season three not ho- having those sort of issues that other productions would have because of the volume itself, like the amount of filming they can do without having to have the actors in the same scene. It's pretty like crazy <laughs> to think about. Yeah, and yeah, like with the volume, it's um, it's a space you can control and isolate very easily, or much easier than a on location shoot or something. Because um, yeah, like very recently. I think Bryce Dallas Howard posted a article about the um, sort of uh, all the precautions being taken being taken for the Jurassic World Dominion movie, which I think is like the first big production that um, restarted. You know, once once they deemed things you know safe enough to to get back to work on, and um, it was like all these different things that are going on and all the like like minute details that went into you know making sure they can safely resume filming and it just seems like the volume is such an enclosed space that you can do anything in you don't need a huge like crew um it's like you can limit who's there so i think yeah that definitely makes sense that um you know it mando season three if it's especially if they they may even go like heavier on volume stuff than and they did before, so. I mean, it definitely seems the way that he phrased it in the interview that this was kind of the case anyway, in terms of certain scenes. Particularly, I would imagine if like an actor is busy doing something else, it's easy just for them to come in and uh, do a bit of work that way, and then go out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, that's exciting. Obviously, like we said, supposedly rumors of a mando season two trailer coming out tomorrow as of recording which is always fun to do before you do a bloody episode (laughs) but i'm sure i'm sure we'll get to it at some point but until then we have some fun uh backlash and uh arguments to to talk about let's fight yeah so uh, the marvel comics series bounty hunters issue four was released today with quite a significant backlash from parts of the online community uh, the issue, which follows the cyborg bounty hunter Valance, was criticised online today by fans who felt upset by the amount of violence towards women in the issue. We've all had a chance to read this issue ourselves today, so what do we think? <sighs> <laughs> Can we just start with like a collective giant sigh? Sigh for two straight minutes. Or should we sigh all together? Right, three, two, one. <laughs> Alright, you ready? Okay. Right, three, two, one, and then... Three, two, one, and then sigh. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Uh, <sighs> uh, you all seem rather relaxed. Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> Just remember you that Unk flops out more. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie? Yeah. Oh, it's been a while, but yeah. <laughs> with the with the spatial with the sighing doors. Ah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. That's just reminded me of. Oh, um, good. But no, yeah. What did we think? We've all read the issue. Um, we haven't really. We haven't, as a collective, been reading this series, at least from my point of view. Um, I don't think any of us have, have they? No. No. Nah. Uh, for me personally, this is a this is a series that really didn't grab my eye. Like I saw the the character design, I was like, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, so we've been quite, you know, this is a sort of a, for context, it's like for people listening, we aren't following this particular storyline. Uh, we aren't really aware of the characters beforehand. So we're sort of just relying on some of the stuff we've read, flipped through quickly. And of course, we've read this issue in full. Um, well, before we, I'll, I'll ask you again what you guys thought. We'll go down the basics, which is obviously a lot of people are concerned because uh, a few more characters were killed in this issue, of course. Um, the One of the main bounty hunters uh, characters seems to be a, a lesbian bounty hunter with uh, brown skin who is killed at the end of the issue. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Whoops, my bad. Um, and also there is a scene with a pregnant woman being tortured by what seems to be the baby daddy. Um, he wants to kill the baby. Uh, <laughs> it's like, I don't even know what else to do. So I'm just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> I mean, that's basically like, I think that's the, the chunk of the issue, right? Like that's the, the, the meat and the bone. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I gotta confess. So, I didn't, I didn't read the issue. He didn't. No. Okay. Well, disregard everything I, I, I said before. Yeah, I, I I read through it quickly, and um, I don't know. I like it's it's. I'm so bad at keeping up with the Star Wars comics in general. But like you said, Charlie, this is also not a comic that particularly interests me. Um, I mean, bounty hunters are cool, but this doesn't strike me as the kind of maybe I'm wrong. It doesn't tell strike like the kind of intriguing storytelling character development I'm looking for. I'm not I'm always the kind of person where when I watch things and when I read things, but especially with movies, I think that maybe it's my theater background, but every single moment is a choice and every single Thing you show or say, every explosion, every gunshot needs to have a purpose of why it was why it was there. It can't just be shoot 'em up violence for the sake of shoot 'em up violence. Um, but this struck me as particularly tone deaf. Um, like brutality's kind of in, you know, with people. I know that like. Like, I'm not saying that really violent things can't be good storytellers, <clears throat> but this struck me as kind of a throwaway thing just to be like, wow, look at the shocking violent. <sighs> like, I get it. He's a bad guy, but that's just, <sighs> that's just pretty tasteless. <laughs> Sorry, he's a bad guy. <laughs> Okay, Billy Eilish. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, Charlie's gonna have like fluorescent green tips for, into his hair. Yeah. Um, but no, I just I uh, I I see the complaints online, and while knowing maybe I'm wrong, I I mean it's gonna be a really long walk for you to justify some of that to me. Um, but this also well, let me try. <laughs> Well, it just kind of strikes me as an yet another story where women are left behind. This is not 
this is not for female Star Wars fans or they're not they don't care to not piss off female Star Wars fans at the least, you know. And you know, but Boba Fett is is spoiler alert, he shows up at the end. Boba Fett's like, you know, the 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 trump card for a lot of people, the oh shit moment. And he's not that for me either. So um anyway, just like especially if you are male writers, maybe be maybe be conscious of the way you treat women, particularly pregnant women, particularly women from uh, minority groups and, you know, including lesbian women. Just just be careful of how you are treating the people in your stories that are not white dudes. <laughs> They're very good for too long. I'm just saying, oh, it just... Uh, don't introduce like I'm so ready for all mediums of Star Wars storytelling to bring more diverse casting to bring more women into the story in a non-expendable and definitely essential role to the story and that's just like hey we had some girls in here I maybe like killed the pregnant one but and tortured her (laughs) We killed her off screen, though, so you got that. Oh, just to clarify, the, the pregnant woman isn't killed. She is... She dies in childbirth, sorry. She doesn't char- die at all. They say, they have one throwaway line towards the end, like, and she died in childbirth on her way, on the ship, on the way to the whatever. Wait, did they? And maybe <laughs> I read that wrong, but I'm pretty sure they killed her off, too, and the baby. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm just dumb. Hang on. It's towards the end, but I was just like, you oh, keep- okay, <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, yep, you're right. Yeah, I do. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know. You're like, oh, so let's oh. this pregnant woman. And then, oh, by the way, once she survives this traumatic and ter- terrible experience, she and the baby are both going to uh, die in childbirth all along the way. Bummer. All right, next story. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week. <laughs> Join us next week. <laughs> Let's yeah, see how many women we can fuck over this time. <laughs> anyway, not very tasteful. Um, and do better. Thanks, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's like it's such a like it just it's such a tremendously like bad look. I don't even there's there's so many things to touch upon. I think. One of the things I'm thinking now is you like it, it's it's why it's not about making diverse characters. It's about making diverse creators because it's like because you can't you can't like teach this or like you, I don't think you can like force this upon people who are not capable of embracing it. Um, like you can't make a white dude think about. Um, like women or minorities if he doesn't want to think about that and it's like you can't like you can't force them to do something so it's it's why it's so important to diversify who's actually doing the stories like because yeah some guy can just make a you know some some dude can just make a a whole comic full of nothing but people of color but not understand really anything about them. And then that's just another 
sort of shallow entry in that to tick a box. Um, I think it's 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 so vital to have actual like creators um, with perspective on those things. And I think also in like private, we've sort of had a conversation about how it's not like, it's not just a star Wars thing. And this extends to the issues going on with the leadership in Marvel. Um, and just sort of like, like for my, my first reaction was how does this even like, pass a quality check like Who it's not, this yeah like it's not even good like no it's like not. I, i've only seen the panels and it's like i just remember seeing like this is weird shit this isn't like this doesn't seem to match the ethos of star wars and i'm like i'm not also someone who like feels like pigeonholing what star wars can be and should be like only this kind of thing but this doesn't seem like it and like just w- watching like a pregnant lady get tortured on a comic panel does not feel like Star Wars. Um, it's yeah, it's just it's it's so weird. And that was that was like the first thing. Like it's it's it just doesn't seem like it's even like if you're gonna gamble on this kind of like edgy storytelling or whatever. It's like at least like try and make it like good. It's like not even good, right? Like oh, it's it's so it's it's just cringe. It's you know insensitive, offensive. Like it's yeah, I I don't get it. I don't know how it exists or how it even got this far. And I think yeah, that I don't know where the like I don't know who to point to at leadership, but I think somebody definitely messed up or isn't you know at, at at best messed up at worst has like an agenda that is less than nice i don't know i don't yeah it's complicated because obviously there's a lot of stuff that's happening on twitter or people are uh upset naturally of course and it's they're perfectly okay it's perfectly you know it's a good response or i don't know what i'm saying you know people are upset <laughs> I mean, yeah, and um, when we're reacting to this day, like this happened hours ago, like you know, it's we we're not really distant from the incident, so we're still we're really only seeing sort of like the initial bursts. And I can see, like, there's some things that I don't agree with. I saw a lot of people say that this is like the character is a reskin of Rose, which is absolutely not the case. Uh, definitely on what I've read of the character, she seems nothing like Rose. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. I thought that was I thought that was kind of a a stretch. At least, like I couldn't see it. Yeah, Some I. People I, are trying to. They're trying to say like her costume looks like, and like, can she not have like a beige coat? Like, is that a Rose <laughs> reference? I don't know. Um, but... I like to me that read as <laughs> like being very defensive about one thing. And then, like, constantly being, like, being so defensive about one thing that you're just sort of connecting it to things that aren't. But it does feel like Rose is now the go-to character for these arguments, which I think is. I don't know if that I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. Mm-hmm. Um, because in this case, it's completely. I, in terms of a uh, a character of color, yeah, of course, like. Uh, like, you know, I mean, I, I, but not, even then, like, of course, the way that Rose was disrespected in episode nine is bad, but 
is different to this character because obviously this is a um, a person character being fridged in a sense, like being killed off by Boba Fett, who just comes up <laughs> out of nowhere. It's like, hey, I'm gonna kill you guys. Um, but I don't think it's supposed to be. I think like someone else that's because she wears like a red bandana. But even that is just more of a what you said, Nikki, is that who looked over this comic and. I can only assume nobody because for some reason this character has a blue bandana throughout the entire comic. <laughs> um, and then for two panel, three panels, including the one where the character dies, <laughs> it turns red. Oh my God, I'm dead. It does and not. Then, and then on the floor, she, it's blue again. <laughs> what? Oh my God. Yeah. How did this happen? Because that was confusing. This? <laughs> Guys. That's what I was confused about because... I was certain that these were two different characters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh no, it's just, they just didn't color that properly, which happens in comic books, to be fair. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that when this gets republished, that will be fixed. But even then, <laughs> it just adds to the whole sort of idea of it being a bit lazy and, you know. Yeah. Not much and I, to be fair, the actual writer of the comic, who is called Ethan Sachs, mm-hmm. have written good Star Wars stories. He wrote The Age of Republic, uh, one shot that near the book with all the different Republic stories. And, you know, I know that that writer can do good Star Wars, so I just don't understand what this is. <laughs> so, yeah, so so why? Also, uh, just... I'd, uh, you can do good Star Wars, but I just... Uh, I don't know. There needed. I, there, there's just a lot of people who. Um, I, I honestly, there's just a, clearly not enough people who just gave a shit. Mm-hmm. In this, I mean, and even yeah, and like no, <laughs> nobody is immune to a bad, deci- like creative decision. Like, it'll happen everywhere. So I mean, I like like yeah, I'd be, you know, cautious on totally dismissing Ethan Sachs as a, you know, like, writer or whatever. Um, but it's, again, yeah, it's just, like, like my my first is, reaction is just fucking weird. Like, I, it makes no sense, like, why you would go for it. But, yeah. Yeah, and I think that this isn't just the case of it's the writer's fault, because obviously there's the editorial who accepted this pitch in the mm. first place. Uh, there's the editors who, allowed, like, read for it and allowed it to be published. Um you know, there's so many people, and so many but even people then, yell what the fuck at. <laughs> but even then, this is directed towards an audience who, based on some other Twitter, like Twitter feeds I've been reading, have enjoyed the book and reviews I've read through today. Like people have been enjoying the series, and mm-hmm. again, I am going to say I haven't read the whole series, and I and even reading this comic, I issue, I didn't think it was as bad as people made out it to be earlier on mm-hmm. today. I will say that. Um, t- but to me, it, it was middling. It was, it remind. And again, this is a personal taste. So I'm not just saying this in terms of. This is just my opinion. It reminded me of like the bad stuff of Legends, and I don't mean like ter- like the terrible stuff, like you know, um, you, you know what I mean. I, I don't mean it's like Prince Z sort of stuff, but it's mm. it just seems like the sort of. 90 it felt like it was written in the 90s and it's like yeah. these are and to be fair you, know, you wouldn't have probably seen a brown woman as a badass bounty hunter back then but mm. it's, 
what good is that if that, that gay character is killed? And then Boba Fett comes in like, hey, I've come a long way to kill you. And he's like, yeah. I'm not working with you. I'm going to do it myself. And it's like, well, I just don't know if this works with the characterization we've seen now in the whole canon. And even then, it's just it's not really a series that I am interested in. That that character design of a dude with a metal face, half a metal face, like the whole mm. cyborgy thing. It just it always felt a bit too uh, trekky to me, a bit too legendsy. The yeah, sort of thing where people like in the in the design, it really is. Yeah, especially like that I, like no rules vibe of legends, right? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like. I, I, <laughs> Uh, like generic generic space locks and there's a bounty mm-hmm. hunter mission they do this they kill someone the end it's like i don't really care for that yeah like, even the bounty hunter missions george did always had some sort of emotional archetype to it even though mm-hmm. it's a you know they're bounty hunters they're, they're there to be a dark characters who deal in murky underworld stuff every single star wars bounty hunter story we've basically got has some sort of emotional side to it either empire i mean it's got holland leia um, episode two, we've got the whole the fact that you know Django's doing this. He's got Boba as his son, and the entire clone arc thing. Like, there's all this, you know, emotional tie to it. This I just maybe it's because again I haven't read the other issues again. That's my fault. But I'm just not really interested in that sort of generic style. And that might just be it's not a series for me. But I can also appreciate the fact that if you are a woman of color and uh, someone who is part of the LGBTQ plus community, and you're like, cool, this is amazing bounty hunter they've introduced. She's awesome. She's got, a, you know, she's left her wife behind. She's off to do this cool stuff. She worked with Boba Fett. She must be awesome. And then she gets shot. <laughs> and it's like and in the same throwaway. issue where, yeah, a throwaway shot in the same issue where they threaten the pregnant woman who apparently dies in a throwaway line that I completely missed. It's really, really easy to throw away women when you are one of those <laughs> bros who kind of... It, it, it's the the most frustrating thing about this for me is that I'm like, I can picture in my head the exact people who wouldn't bat an eye at something like that and who would... And like the this whole... This whole story just, it strikes me as the kind of story that all of the dudes who quizzed me at fucking conventions trying to prove that I am a Star Wars fan, that they're, this is the kind of thing that they're high-fiving over, so it's not for me. It, it's just, it just, I, it's like, <sighs> it, this frustrates me, and I get, it. this is wasn't a, a series that was catered to me for that reason and if you aren't that kind of person I don't mean to offend you if you have liked this series because I haven't read all of it it's just not something that I respond to well as as well but this particular issue just kind of just solidified like this is the the creative team working on this one has if they can overlook this I don't think this is for me if they think it's cool to illustrate and write out and print thousands of copies and distribute it and think and not bat an eye and just there's a difference between being edgy and alienating women and minorities and 
congratulations, guys. You did both of those things. And I'm one of those people. I will not be picking up a copy of any of of this issue or any of this series. And I did not purchase this copy. So I will not be contributing any money to reading. Mm -hmm. Oh, what the fuck, guys? I think think it's like even worse that it was like (laughs) illustrated. Like, like it's one thing, like it's maybe one thing to have mentioned this thing that happened. But like, it was just like exponentially bizarre to like see it on a page as well. Like, I don't know. Like, spent so it, much time yeah. looking at this and drawing this out. And he didn't like, like nobody thought like, maybe, maybe this isn't a good idea. <laughs> this is why I got into comics. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's like when yeah, I read it, obviously the, 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 the one of the bounty hunters that saves that kills the guy threatening the pregnant woman, which of course is a weird choice to make anyway. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm not really comfortable with that. But make to be moves. fair, when I read when I read it, when a female bounty hunter shoots the guy and helps save the pregnant woman and mm-hmm. gets her across. Because I thought, oh, the way people fred- phrased it earlier, I was like, oh, they killed her off, but I don't see her dead, so it's fine. <laughs> and then it wasn't until literally you said, no, they mentioned that she died off. Like I was like, then what's the point of that? Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no point to that story, and I just, uh, yeah, I just don't. Again, it's like we said, this just might not be for us, to be honest. No, but I, I don't. <laughs> Hard pass. I don't I mean, know whether. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know whether the fact that they didn't. I don't think they purposely went out to hurt people. But that's the problem. But that is the issue, isn't it? That's, that the, the, that's the biggest problem is that there's so, and I see this so, like in so many threads and things, you cannot, like, people don't realize when they're being sexist or when they're being racist. That's like, there's, like, that's the thing is that it's so ingrained in just the way that people are and in this culture that it's just like, you need to be shaken out of your thing, like, shaken out of your norm and sometimes it's like it's okay it's literally okay to admit like if someone points out hey this thing you're doing it's kind of sexist or this thing you're doing it's kind of mansplaining which oh that's a fucking word um sometimes you need to like point out like hey maybe you should rethink the impact that your words is actually are actually having because they're kind of, you know, alienating women. And it's like, do you, is that, do you want to be on that side of the message? A lot of the time it's not intentional and that's okay. As long as you, you, everybody can make mistakes. Nobody's going to be perfect as long as you own up to it and just be like, oh, okay, this is why this is wrong. I get it. I will change in the future that's what needs to happen but like it's not intentional and that's the biggest problem is it's so ingrained it's so it just seemed so normal to some many group of somebody's making this series and and it happens on the internet all the time it's just like it's like oh i didn't realize what i was doing was blah and a lot of the cases people don't decide to learn from those experiences they decide to double down and dig their heels in and be stubborn and not change and be like well i have good intentions which means that i am that what i did is not wrong no you can have the best intentions in the world and you can still be wrong 
Like literally intention at the end of the day, it should matter. Absolutely. Intention should matter. But if you did something with good intentions, that was bad consequences. You need to own up to the bad consequences and take those good intentions and be better. Simply. Sorry. That was, wow. That was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I I think like also though, like just from my own perspective, I feel like that makes it easier for you, like to own. Like, if you have good intentions, you have nothing, exactly. and like you own up, you have nothing to like really, like be afraid of. It's like be like, oh man, I meant to do something, but I understand now. Like, and I think like that's sort of like what I was trying to, the point I was trying to make earlier is like, you, there there are people that you can't like train out of their blind spots, and I think that's the thing. It's like, we'll be saner. <laughs> if we stop expecting like people of like privileged backgrounds to um, like adequately portray, you know, yeah. uh, the, the whatever minority or whatever sort of perspective we're looking for. Um, and then like, that's why it has to start with, with who you're hiring to exactly, like yeah. bring the story to life. Um, cause yeah, cause you know, yeah, some people will just not get it and maybe that's like a cynical view on like personalities, but like just as, as a, like somebody who not long ago spent a year in a, in a, like a round table writing course, like it's very hard to convince a writer that the thing they're doing is maybe not so great. Because, like, you, you live in your own head, and you see it, and you're like, oh, no, it's fine. All right. And I think that's that's why you just can't expect people to get it. You, you yeah. have to, like, you have to hire people with perspective, not push perspective on others. Yeah. Definitely. I'm going to go home and rethink my intent. <laughs> 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 um, oh, yeah. You get a choice, right? And it's you can listen to the advice, criticisms, and criticism isn't a bad word. It's not a dirty word. No. It's it's an act of change. Or like you said, Clay, you can double down and write a whole thread out, explain why mansplaining is not what they were doing. Um, and I, <laughs> excuse me, I'm talking here, woman. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. How dare I? Let me mute myself. Okay, bye. <laughs> I've got damn time. I wish I had a woman muting button in the real life. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I just think, and I think I feel like it's a complicated thing. Like, again, with Twitter and stuff, it's an ecosystem. So there's a lot of the way people view things can also change. Like I, some of the stuff I saw about the issue, I don't think necessarily. Uh, again, it's from our point of view. I don't know if I, I, I definitely don't think this is intended to be a rose interpretation that they happened to kill because of that. I don't think that's the case at all. Um, I don't know why she was wearing a red bandana like Rose does. I think that the, the reason why it's there is because someone's an idiot and didn't pay attention. Um, <laughs> continuity. Um, it's, it, yeah, it's... There's a lot of black and white, I think, again, with this sort of stuff. And I feel like we have to remember that there's context and there's situations and stuff. And I'm not excusing, obviously, like there's a deep set of misogyny ingrained in society, not just Star Wars, but all around, especially writers. When you have like a, a lot of male writers writing female characters, of course, it's going to be disproportionate to what we want to see. 
mm-hmm. quality wise. Um, there's a reason why Doctor Afro, which is written by a woman, is Kick pretty- ass. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, it's fair enough. It does. Um, <laughs> and like you said, Claire, I can also just picture the sort of people where I feel like this story might, you know, they might love it. And like, you know what? Again, it's not a dig, but it's the sort of people that do go up to you and go. Um, so do you know that that hair that Boba Fett has is actually a Padawan braid? <laughs> or oh, the no. classic before before the prequels, it was the Wookiee scalp. Yeah. Do you remember that one? I remember. Yeah, the apparently he's, he he scalped the Wookiees. Like you do know that these, these are actually like supposed to be sentient beings. Like <laughs> Chewbacca isn't a dog; he's a person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah, he just scalped one of them. I was like, great. <laughs> That's nice. That's really great. Scalping is great and has had a great history. And then they go, yeah, but he's a bounty hunter. He's supposed to be horrible. I'm like, yeah, but... Yeah, but you all love him, so... For being horrible, so... No, like, that. okay, that's not fair. Sorry, I'm just a little salty and a little tired today, so I apologize if my grump is coming out. Um, Working in healthcare is fun lately, so I apologize for my lack of positivity on this episode. (laughs) Um, I don't mean that, like, because as someone who, like, is in a huge fan of the empire not as in the actions of the empire but of the design and i'm pro that oh yeah i'm pro genocide pro enslavement of inferior races no Mm -hmm. Uh, no 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 no. um as a white british man (laughs) (laughs) yeah let me tell you about imperialism (laughs) (laughs) they were (laughs) we came in and they were thankful um (laughs) Uh, yeah. Um, Ever I heard just, of Jesus? Uh, <laughs> white man from Nebraska. Jesus was a white man. <laughs> oh, God. No, no, it's just like, I. there are things, and obviously there's there's stuff that we can, that we're going to geek out about that is not necessarily, um, you know, we'll geek out about the Empire while f- fully being, like, in... The idea of like, um, and while well, fully being conscious of the fact that it's not cool what they're doing, but the culture and the uh, the design and the villains—they're great to hate, um, and and the messages that those stories, when told effectively, can tell about war and history in general, and how the common man can get swept up in a Nazi regime or something like that. Like literally, like there's so many great, great stories to tell within that realm of things that are not so great. And Mm. there's so much nuance and so, you know, and messages that can be told through these villainous characters. And I just think this, that just doesn't drop the ball. Didn't even aim the ball in the right direction. It threw the ball in its own goal. It didn't like it scored on itself. It didn't. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, but did you, have you ever considered that hot chick in Jabba's Palace that like touches Boba Fett for a bit? That's cool, isn't it? <laughs> just jerks him off. I'm just saying, multi-titted lady, body positive, owning her shit is the mm-hmm. one I'm looking at in Jabba's Palace. Mm-hmm. Much that and Miss Snooty because she's beautiful. Six tits, man. Six tits. <laughs> no, for me, it's the Nick Doe drama. He's having so much fun. 
He's like looking at, he's like so high. Okay. The Nick <laughs> in the Max Rebo band is so, he's tripping on some sort of spice because he's it's like life, not Claire. even hitting the drums. He's, he's waving his sticks around, not <laughs> even hitting the drums and looking up at the sky. Like it's gonna like a turkey, like when it rains, I just, Mate. I <laughs> he's high on life like performing at Jabba's palace is like having the um the year-round uh, gig at uh, caesar's palace with a lot more chance of you getting murdered he's like the britney spears of drummer of star wars that's what i actually love about the the lofty neck jedi rocks divide right because like because like lofty neck is very much the this is kind of like the CD crap hole that like, like the bit, the music is kind of like not great. And then Jedi rocks is like the, no, this is like, this is like the venue. <laughs> like, like we're like, yeah, we're like the roots on the tonight show. And we're going to play the, like, <laughs> we're going to play the, like the song that blasts out and is over the top. And that guy definitely fits with that vibe for sure. He's oh, the best. Definitely. What were we talking about? Misogyny? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's more fun to bring it back to Lofty Neck though. <laughs> Always. Um, but I think really quickly <laughs> to now bring it back down. Uh <laughs> it's like I think yeah, like we you know, it's we can't really like invalidate an emotional response, but no. you will see online there there are people who will will you know see this and say it's not a problem. <laughs> And then there are people who say this is like an active effort by Star Wars to exclude. And like, I, I don't know. I think it's somewhere more in the middle, of course. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's just, yeah, Change it's, yeah, like, I mean, like, there are things where it's like, you know, like, I, I actually disagree with, like, to one side, I disagree, uh, like, with a lot of the criticisms of what happened to Val. Like, I just don't see it the way a lot of, like the internet does hmm. but then that but that's like not it, it's not refusing to like believe there isn't a, like a wider issue like like things are wait to talk claire i think he's got a problem <laughs> i think nikki's a misogynist i think he's with you should we cancel him i've been canceled let's cancel let's cancel this cancel. canceling Happen with whispers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> I demand a thread. If you're going to cancel me, <laughs> I demand a thread. <laughs> no, we're doing oh, a spin-off okay. show. And then oh. we'll, we'll bring you back on a big reunion tour in 10 years. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah. We're nothing but kind. No, no sorry, keep going. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just saying that was that was kind of the point. Like, Like, it's like multiple things can be true at the same time and it's it's not always you know i like i didn't know i again it's not to invalidate an emotional response but like like i don't i don't see this as a, a symptom of star wars trying to like be anti woman but i also don't see it as this like eh it just happened kind of thing yeah yeah i, I, I think it's more Sorry, Claire, think, Oh no, I was just gonna say I think I don't think it's deliberate. Um that being like or, or intentional, I think that's the right word. Um but I think that's also a big fucking issue is because 
it's not intentional and it's not deliberate. Um, both are bad. <laughs> and there's a major blind spot that maybe needs to be hit with the brights. And I don't know who's going to be able to do that for Star Wars. But I'll, I'll show up. I'll show up to to California with my flashlight if they need me to. <laughs> yeah, yeah I agree. At the Yoda Fountain. That's definitely Stop why it. I felt. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> You're being misogynist. Um, it's not a tumor. Uh, sorry, I'm done now. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Where's Turbo Man? Um, I think you're right. I think it is not purposeful, but that is the issue. It's a deep. It's not purposeful malice. It's a deep-seated uh, misogynistic sort of tendency of in terms of, and I think it's not just them. I think we have it as well. Like just in, like, as men who grew up in this society and how. I mean, we live in a world where women aren't even equal yet, really, <laughs> especially people of color. So how do we expect that to be represented in a comic book <laughs> written by white men? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's there. I know people are going, but you, so you can't sing white men color right now. I was like, well, no, obviously not. But it's a deep set problem. It's an issue that we have to tackle everywhere. It's not just Star Wars, although it's certainly, you know, it, it is an issue there, I think, with Star Wars, for sure. And I don't think we should dismiss that either. Um, particularly LGBTQ plus characters, again, the only time we see them recently is... Uh, in this book, when they got killed, the <laughs> two-second kiss in episode nine. There's the whole Poe stuff, you know. So, I Snap get Snap Wexley's ants in the books, which are barely seen, but discussed. <laughs> Ginger yeah. Rathbelis, also yeah, the, books. The coolest fascist in the galaxy. <laughs> the coolest drunk fascist in the galaxy. <laughs> He'll torture you to death, but guess what? He gets to be the, the Chancellor's best friend. He's kind of a bro. He's kind of a bro. That's one way of putting it. Um, war criminals can be friends too. Um, I do love Sinjir though, I will say. <laughs> but yes, anger is powerful, a powerful tool yep. in general. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you have it, uh, I, my only thing is just know, know where you're putting it. Like yeah, I don't know. Like you gotta sometimes you gotta. That's good advice battle. in general. Yeah, know where you're putting it for sure. I had to bring back to our, you know, the imperial. We had to add a bit of imperial snow flair there at the end. Oh, of course, of course. Um. So yeah, I think we all do better, right? I mean, I mean we're fine. We're we're we're, we're solid. Yeah. Oh yeah, fuck everyone else. Everyone else is terrible, but we're, we're great. We um, just we just complained for forty minutes. We're fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. We're all fine here now. How are you? Hey. Um, let's finish off this week with a fun little tidbit. Yay! A fun little news item, which is StarWars.com announced last week that we're finally getting a sequel to the holiday special. 
<laughs> in a sense. <laughs> uh, this November, the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, which premieres on Life Day, of course, November 17th, 2020, on Disney+, Plus, will reunite Rey, Finn, Poe, Chewie, Rose, and all your favorite droids, from R2-D2 to BB-8, for a joyous feast on Life Day, the holiday first introduced in 1978's Star Wars Holiday Special. The new Lego Special was the first to debut on the streaming platform, and will continue the rich, long-time collaboration between Lucasfilm and the Lego Group playful adventures told in an endearingly irreverent way. Set after the events of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, Rey leaves her friends to prepare for Life Day as she embarks on a new adventure with BB-8 to gain a deeper knowledge of the Force. At a mysterious Jedi Temple, Rey finds herself hurled into a cross-timeline adventure through beloved moments in Star Wars' cinematic history, coming into contact with Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, Yoda, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and other iconic heroes and villains from all nine Skywalker Saga films. But will she make it back in time for the Life Day Feast and learn the true meaning of Holiday Spirit? You'll have to watch God, to I find so. out. Ah, oh, me too. This sounds fun. I'm, I'm going to be honest. This sounds fun. It sounds, and Lego's, Lego's <laughs> always cute. Lego's always, Lego's always fun. I mean, obviously I'm not expecting um, any any groundbreaking life-shaking revelations it just sounds it sounds really cute and you know i you got to celebrate a day of peace a day of hot harmony um whatever way we can get it and if that's through lego then sign me up also mini fig po is is cute as hell (laughs) (laughs) in a sweater (laughs) this will be top tier content (laughs) (laughs) i'm actually genuinely mad that the first place i saw this news was someone saying something like oh this isn't like there's gonna be people complaining that this is canon and i'm like look this is canon my friend (laughs) i don't give a (laughs) shit what you think this is canon Mm -hmm. i saw two pictures one like you said was poe dameron and by the way, the Lego version of Poe Dameron is the best rendition of him. Oh my um, god, yes. In toy form. In a Life Day sweater. In a Christmas in a jumper. Sweater. It's a BB-8 sweater. Which it's makes it even better. Number oh. two, there's the light, because obviously this is going to be like different timelines and stuff all coming together. And there is a lineup of good guys versus bad guys. And I think it's young Obi-Wan Kenobi, older Obi-Wan Kenobi being Luke, I think Anakin's on the bad side, which made me laugh. But there is a <laughs> that Darth Maul is like, it's just half his body in the sand. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's so the top good. Half. It's Have you the ever sort watched of irreverent th- nonsense that the original holiday special thrived on, but this one makes a lot more sense. Have you seen the Lego specials, like the actual like one-off specials? Not all of them. But the ones that I have seen have absolutely delighted me because they are so funny. Have you seen The Empire Strikes Back? Uh, Strikes Out. Yes, I have seen oh, The Empire so Strikes Back. It's so awesome. good. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I can't believe it's not on Disney Plus. Oh, it's so frustrating. It's a shame. I think they're all on YouTube, which is nice. But um, like the Lego Channel actually has them all. Uh, have you seen the one with they, Young Han? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. what is the Ian? That's Yoda. Is that Yoda Chronicles? E- I think so. Yeah. Mm. And I think it's like a one-off. 
as opposed to like the series. It's, it was like a one-off the movie. Some, I think it's like the something apprentice or something like that. Shoot, what is it? The smuggling apprentice or something along those lines. Is it lost? Yeah, it, like the smuggler apprentice or some something like that. I can't remember. And then Darth Vader keeps appearing. <laughs> and then George Lucas is like, no, 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 you're not in this. <laughs> the George Lucas minifigure is excellent. It's so good. It's like, is it the, oh, the my Padawan bad. Menace? <laughs> yes, I think so, yeah. The Padawan Menace. It's so good. He's like, my name's it's Ian. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, Lego content's always perfect. And I think um, something that's like especially exciting is that the uh, this year's Lego Star Wars Advent Calendar was like designed to tie in with this. Oh, oh yes. Perfect. So that's why there's a Ray, there's a young Luke, there's a Darth Vader in a Death Star sweater. <laughs> and, then, and then you get you get Poe in the the BB-8 green sweater as well, and oh. he comes with a little uh, he comes with a blaster and a red mug. <laughs> so that's going to be a perfect purchase. Also, this is the first ever episode post episode nine content, mm-hmm. which is exciting and proves that they might tell more stories. I mean, hopefully, it at least tells us how Ray escaped her isolation on Tatooine, and you know what what forced her to to leave. I do like yeah. the idea of people reading the actual like uh, plot here, and then it says as she leaves her friends, they're like, "Oh, she's leaving them forever." <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna go live in the past. <laughs> she's like every Stoll's fan. Did you see the, the people shipping Ray with young Luke? Oh, are they? Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's interesting, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. They'll do what they're gonna do. <laughs> like Voldemort, it's like Tom Riddle and Voldemort, but she mixes her name up. It's like Jedi Master Ray and it changes to like Mara Jade. <laughs> God. <laughs> she she pops off her hairpiece for a red one. <laughs> I'll give you the Empress hand. Ew. Oh, buddy. Because <laughs> she's the Empress, and also it's the Empress. Okay, you know what I mean. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Um, something also exciting about this is uh, a Variety said that a Lucasfilm rep said that um, some of the cast will be returning for the roles, which is pretty cool because Lego, at least like, Show content does not uh, usually rely upon the uh, the film talent. Um, <laughs> I, I will say before you continue, like when they read that, when I read that statement, the only thing I can think of in my head is just one picture of one person, and that's Billy D. Williams <laughs> <laughs> or Anthony Daniels. At least. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, which so I think that's that's gonna be interesting to see who comes back. But another sort of interesting thing that could tie in is. The Lego Skywalker Saga video game, um, its IMDb cast list got like posted, at least some of it, um, and that has, I guess, of the fi- of the film core, it has like John Boyega returning as Finn, um, Gwendolyn Christie as Phasma, uh, Billy D, um, Anthony Daniels, Mark Mark Hamill, I guess the the Leia stuff is 
Carrie's like archival sort of um, voice dialogue, I guess. Um, and basically, the the video game, at least if this is to be believed, is pretty stacked with film cast or animated cast. So like Matt Lanter is going to be playing Anakin, and um, James Arnold Taylor is going to be playing Obi Wan. So I guess like it is possible that they recorded. If this was like planned at the same time, it's possible they recorded the dialogue of this holiday special while they recorded the dialogue of the video game. So the casting okay. could line up. Can I just say something right now? <laughs> if no. Matt Lanter is playing Anakin and James L. Taylor is playing Obi-Wan in the prequels, I'm a, I'm a going to be pissed. I'll just say that right now. I don't. I don't. I. I don't feel scared saying that. I'm putting my foot down. That annoys me. Oh, I can't invalidate an emotional response. I love those two, and I love <laughs> what they've done to those characters. But I'm so tired of this Hayden Christensen erasure. Maybe they're busy filming Kenobi. <laughs> maybe they maybe they could use the fucking film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but that's oh, that's what IMDb. I'm sorry, I don't want to. I don't want to bring this down, but I, I'm not gonna not say my, the truth. That was my response when I heard that. I was like, oh, "We love you, hell. Hayden." Oh, I just want Hayden back. <laughs> hey, you know he was in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> why could? <laughs> why could? I, I bet they didn't even ask him. I'm gonna message him. What's his email? <laughs> Can I make my I'll own give Lego his phone game? number off here. Hayden oh. at hireme. Dot net. Oh. I've got a Le- I've got my Anakin Skywalker um, Clone Wars Starfighter here, so maybe I'll get Hayden to fucking voice that. There Matt Lanter. There you go. I don't well, know why like I'm, the- I'm not angry at him. I'm just angry at. They like. got Corey Burton to do a Count Dooku. I don't know why they didn't ask Christopher Lee. I think yeah. Get Guy Henry to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, Tony Gilroy doesn't like that. <laughs> 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 He's like, no, I will, I will bar him from <laughs> Corey Burton shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like, obviously, I'm not going to fucking critique Christopher Lee. Although you could actually just have Christopher Lee, you know, the same thing. You have him do the film footage. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know. It just bothers me a little bit. Like, I, I can understand in terms of like, if it was the episode three of the Sith video game. I can get why Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor wouldn't do it in 2005. But when it's a Lego Star Wars game and yeah. you can have people like that back, it's like, just you could just use the films, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's actually something uh, Reed and I talked about on, we did a Patreon episode sort of just t- no. briefly talking about it. And um, nice. there was something where it was like, it's like, I, I I was even myself, like, I don't need the cast to do this either. Like, I, like it's definitely nice, but I also think it's fine when they have other people playing them. Because, like, in this weird sort of, like, intangible way, that's when I feel like characters start, like, graduating. And characters are bigger than the actors who play them. and it, And it's almost like they become, like, actual... Sort of like, I I don't even know what the word is. It's just like it's like this feeling of 
It's like, oh, they've 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 entered they've officially entered the doors of the universe. Now now like they can be anything. And I like I remember Filoni sort of saying something sort of similar with Ahsoka when the book came out. Because it's like, oh now now she's out of she's not just an animation character. Like she's a Star Wars character now. She she is can be represented in so many different ways. And I think like it's it's nice when new characters can do that as well. And I think part of that is you don't always need to to have the same actor play them in every single thing, even though it is nice. But it's it, I don't think it's like a mark on the quality of it. So if if nobody from the movies came back for the holiday special, that wouldn't negatively affect the way I feel about that. Same. I, I would. Yeah. It, it. I'm just whatever way it comes. I'd I'd be down with it. Especially like I'd rather have archive audio of Natalie Portman than. Um, what you got against Cat Tabor? This that's a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm I'm definitely kidding. But um, no, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm not. What's wrong with the cat we got? Well, <laughs> where do we start? It's just, you know. <laughs> yeah, Lego. Lego Star Wars holiday special. Still waiting on John Favreau's holiday special. I feel like everybody says that on the interwebs, and Ash pointed that out, that he wanted to do it. But um, this year, I'm I'm down. This looks like a lot of fun. He was too busy fucking around in his volume. True. Lego beat him to it. Next year, John. Next year, step your ass up. It's not like you have anything else on your plate. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Who's John Biega? Hmm? You talking about? John Fats. Favreau. Because he John wants Favreau. to do a holiday special. Yeah, do it. Why not? They've got a cantina built. Yeah, pretty much. Always. Yeah, why can't they just get... Um... Half of it built. <laughs> <laughs> Young Akmina <laughs> story. <laughs> I think James Ar- James Arnold Taylor is going to play B. Arthur. <laughs> oh, we are blessed. <laughs> Since he can do it real fucking house. I'm joking. I love them too. That's the comic book <laughs> series I want, is the Young Akmina series. That'd be so wild. It would be. Just, I, just hope, I just hope she doesn't get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dexter's kid. Because maternity care in the galaxy far, far away is apparently very shoddy. <laughs> Touchy the reasons subject, we can't subject, explain. Touchy subject. <laughs> uh, yeah, I tweeted out my my feelings about the the voice cast. I'm sure, I'll delete it at some point, but you know, I got I gotta speak the truth. You know, <laughs> speak your truth, Charlie. It's important. <laughs> this, these things are important, especially right now. <laughs> in the grand scheme of the world we live in. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no. uh, we're excited about this, right? The Lego yeah. yeah, it's going to be great. Absolutely. Hopefully this, again, pushes people to actually do a proper holiday special. Um, and again, like you just said, I want to see more of a BR for Dex the Jets, the spinoff series, where they Thank have you. romantic engagements. <sighs> I'm sorry. Don't get me all hot and bothered over here, Charlie. Things he could do with those hands. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my <sighs> that- goodness. And that dude with the the hat, the head that you can just pour stuff in. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> the guy who has the hats for Acmina. 
Sorry, oh, yeah. I'm losing my voice. <laughs> you, you're, you're really liking this. Sorry, I need to take a moment and compose myself. Yeah, I am. I'm in. <laughs> Clenching the bed. Oh, I'm picking up this hot Dexter Jester content. Stop outing my perfect man. I can pin you down and tickle you underneath at the same time. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Can we do that? Can we do Fifty Shades of Grey but as Dexter Jester? Oh, please. That could be this year's Christmas special. Oh, that sounds like something people are going to turn off immediately. <laughs> do you think do he you... gets more than one finger in? Oh, what? Uh, he, ah. he, he could hold you down, he give it a finger in in both places. <laughs> those are some big fingers. He's got some big ass fingers. Oh my gosh. Let me fit it in. <laughs> Take a seat. I'll be right with you. Take a seat. <laughs> How are you doing, nobody? <laughs> oh my! It's like, Depends. How good you man? I, I was about to say, like, have I, have I been how a bad girl? Depends on how good your manners are. Oh my god! Take your clothes off. Pussy book is. <laughs> Pussy book. Oh my god. How far are we going to go there, Dexter? It depends on how big your pocketbook is. <laughs> <laughs> well, if droids could think. <laughs> oh, Lord. We'll be out of a job, Dex. I'm going to um, fuck you, Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that fan art is out there, and you know it. You know it. I'm, I'm being serious. We can, we're going to write a Fifty Shades of Grey book for a dick suggestion. Let's do it. But who does the playlist? Do you want some Jabba juice? <laughs> <laughs> this movie's hired a lot of people to legitimize oh. their soundtrack. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious we're, me. We've got Ellie Golding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we have her in, like, the... The Java Juice um, cosplay, Java Juice droid cosplay. You want to buy yeah. a Java Juice? What was her name? I forget that droid's name. Was that name. Flo? Yeah, I think so. That sounds right. Good old Flo. Flo Rida. <laughs> oh, you got a Camino and Dart. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of just saying dirty things as dicks. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> either, either we do a Fifty Shades of Grey uh, parody, or we do like a, we we somehow manage to make up a, a, a dirty sex line that people can pay for, <laughs> and it's Dex's Call voice. <laughs> Hello there, what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a dirty apron on. It's greasy. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh. <sighs> I'm hey, sorry. Oh. Are we done? Are we done with the bit? Because I, I could be here all night. Which is what he says. A. I'm going to tap out on this one personally. No, really? <laughs> Claire, yeah. Claire's already tuckered out. <laughs> She's done. <laughs> she wouldn't last in Dex's diner. <laughs> I would not. I, full, I completely know that. Dex's bunker. <laughs> I can't hang. I can't hang. For all of you miners in subterranean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> okay, well, I think that is on that note. <laughs> on that note. Um, yeah, before we go, um, Nikki. Me. You've got something to plug, my friend. Ah, I see. Um, yes. So, uh, <laughs> hello there. <laughs> I had a stroke. Um, <laughs> so, yes, uh, we are continuing our Premier League Fantasy Football uh, League. If you guys, uh, if any listeners are into that sort of thing, if you're a Premier League fan, if you're an Imperial Senate fan, hell, even if you're not an Imperial Senate fan or a Premier League fan, feel free to join in because it is. <laughs> always fun to just mess around with friends so um yeah basically it's just you know fantasy premier league so you know you make a team and your team earns your points and then the winner will be decided at the end of the year or the the season and um this time we are so we did it last year i won (laughs) um but this time (laughs) this time we are going to do a, a a prize for the winner so there may be something else included, but as of now, I can promise you, if you win the Imperial Senate Fantasy League, we will send you a Imperial Senate podcast t-shirt of your choice to you. Um, so there's at least that on the table now. So uh, definitely join in. Um, it's a good time. And uh, we, we have a tweet, actually, um, with the code. But if you are interested in in it and you can't find the, the tweet with the code uh you can i guess i can just read the code now <laughs> yes. that's that's in the uh this will forever be on the record um da, da, da. where is it so yeah it, you can just make a team and then um in the system there will be a league you can join and if you enter the code up4pe5 you can automatically join our league so when everything starts you'll already be there and then again that is up4pe5 if you have any questions just uh hit us up with a tweet and we'll help you out but yeah should be fun and uh may the best fantasy team win yeah for sure we had loads of fun last year and i'm a big football fan but i'm not exactly you know a genius coming in terms of like planning all this fantasy stuff but it is just fun to have uh, we all we all mess about. We've all got silly names for our football teams. Um, and if you're in the like, if you're in America and you're like, because obviously soccer is starting to become more and more bigger every year. If you're just interested in soccer and you want to like watch this season, but you also want to like just have take part and you know have fun, join in with us because there's no like necessarily a level. Um, at least I don't think so. We're all just here to have fun. I mean, like Nicky said, he, he won last year, but number two was my dad. So, <laughs> Wait, to be fair, number two is Adam. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, Adam, you came third then? Yeah, he was definitely top four. Definitely top four. Which, again, uh, my dad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty funny. And even personally, for me, I find it very cathartic because there are teams I absolutely cannot stand in real life. But when you put one of their players on your team, that then it's not so bad because then you're like, actually <laughs> you're like saying, Oh, okay, well at least it did something for me. So if, if there's someone on your rival team, that's just on this ridiculous scoring streak, you know, you can be, it, it's a bummer, but at least if you if you put them in your fantasy team, then at least they're giving you something there. So 
Yeah, like if you're That's a Spurs fan, I'd that. spit at you. But I've got two of their players on my <laughs> team. There you go. See, you gotta, you gotta move. You gotta make the right choice sometimes. Um, yeah, let's yeah. more of a gulp. But yeah, go. On. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it's a good time, and yeah, well, and this time we'll have a a prize at the end and have uh, updates and stuff like that. So definitely join in. And uh, it's just fan- Fantasy Premier League is the website where you can get started. And we'll definitely um, expand the prizes. I think we'll make it into a bundle um, by the end of the season. But we've got like a whole year in advance. Unless there's another, you know, pandemic break. We don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, <laughs> but at the moment, yeah, but we've got a t-shirt, which is a definite uh, prize. Obviously, that's a cool thing. But we'll add it. We'll make it into a bundle. We'll probably add a few more football stuff in there as well. And um, I, and uh, just a quick disclaimer, <laughs> I don't actually spit at people. That's disgusting, particularly in this environment. <laughs> Please don't spit at people. Wear a mask. Do not wash spit your hands. in the age of coronavirus. Please wash your, wash your mask. Uh, well, yeah, wash your mask if you can. But um, please wash your hands and wear a mask, you dirty bastards. Um, we love you. Uh, <laughs> we've also updated our website. So if you want to pitch any ideas for us, like articles, feel free to email me. That's charlie at imperialsenatepodcast.com. Com. Uh, yeah, that's all we've got time for this week. We're supposed to do a quick episode, but it's, it's now an hour and a half. So Classic. good luck with that. Actually, can I make one more comment? Really quick? No. Yeah, why not? Might as well make it the whole one hour thirty. Yeah. So I just want to draw attention to the fact at how depressed I am that celebration was next week. Wasn't it last week? No, it's supposed to be next week. Oh, okay. That's because so, I'm going on vacation the same week I had requested off to go to celebration. Oof. As we as we wrap up, just take the time to lament the fact that we're not gonna be hanging out at celebration this year, of course, and it's a bummer, but yeah, it's finally here. These the 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 days we wanted but can no longer have. I feel like we should play the sad music from EastEnders, like when a famous old cast member leaves. Yeah. I was picturing Mozart's Lacrimosa. <laughs> that's, not, that's not exactly <laughs> classic like EastEnders, is it? No, it's really not. But that's Get out of my pop, you slack! <laughs> I love that Mozart <laughs> song. Perfect. Um, but yeah, on all that depressing note, thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> Hug your friends from a social distance. Yeah, as you cry next week, um, thinking about what could have been, don't forget to go to our Patreon. (laughs) 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 Where Nikki is talking with Reed about Lego Star Wars, and they're continuing on the Freemaker adventure. Oh, yeah. But until then, may the Force be with you. See ya. Bye. Bye. Have a beautiful time. Hello listeners, this is Ben, the editor from the Imperial Senate Podcast. I know these past few months have been really hard on a lot of people, and with the time that would have been celebration coming up very shortly, it's a time that a lot of people were really looking forward to, to get together to celebrate Star Wars with their friends, and get to meet new friends in maybe a city that you've never visited, or a place that you've visited a bunch of times before. Either way, it's going to be hard not having that something, that a big event to look forward to anymore. 
I wanted to let you know that, as a podcast, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. And if we manage to make you smile, make you laugh a little bit for a little while, it's worth it. We're glad you're here. Thanks so much. May the force be with you.